This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Do you travel? If so, do you or would you love to take your dog with you? I know I would. My friend Judy and her husband Dave are renowned wanderlusts. They do travel with their dog Sunshine on a very consistent basis. Judy is going to give you some insight if you ever think you would like to travel across the country or to another continent. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your travel plans if you want to take your dog. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. If the oxygen mask happens to drop, put yours on first and then your dogs. Welcome, Judy, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Benny. Glad to be here. We've been talking about doing this show for a long time, haven't we? We have, well over a year. And of course, now that travel has been banned, it's really a great time to talk about it, right? Yeah, we had to cancel our trip. We're supposed to be in Italy right now, but uh, COVID came and we're home for good. For good? Well, for the <laughs> unforeseen future. That's true. It is an unforeseen future. There's so much that keeps going backwards on this, right? And, you know, hey, it's one of those things where uh, until people take a little responsibility and want to, uh, you know, do the right thing. We'll see how it keeps going. Um, well, and today, we are going to talk about that. Not just travel across the country, which is what we're mainly going to talk about, uh, but we're also going to travel, uh, talk about traveling in your car and planes and everything else. So let's fly into that subject okay. right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So first of all, Judy, um, let's talk about driving. 
I think the three main ways of traveling would be driving, uh, airplanes, and cross the water, right? On a ship. So let's talk about driving first. Uh, It seems like you guys had an, uh, I wanted to say incident, but it's not an incident, Uh, 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 an occasion that you had to put your dog in the car for a long travel. Yeah, we moved from Southern California in 2017 to Nashville, Tennessee. So we had to take the dog uh, all the way across the country by car. So what was, uh, what were your kind of, did you prepare for this or is it stuff that you just realized you needed to do? What were some of the things that uh, you did to prepare Sunshine for that trip? We prepared her by uh, getting her used to taking uh, drives locally and uh, walking frequently. And then when we decided to take the drive, we, we scoped out certain hotels that would always take the dog, which was um, La Quinta Hotel Chain. And then we limited our drives to so many hours per day. So what, what was like your limit of hours? I think, Dave, didn't we go up to six hours a day? We would stop uh, every two hours to yeah. get, take the dog to a local park. Uh, to rest and to, uh, you know, potty, go with potty. <laughs> Dave is nodding on while she ta- asks him those questions. We're not allowing him to talk in this one. So, uh, yeah, so that's good. I mean, two hours, I, I actually would go a little bit longer than that. Uh, but I think, you know, definitely want to get your dog out for a walk. Um, you know, Beans tends to relax really good in a car. Um, she will lie down and almost enjoy the ride, where Oz, he never lies down. And, and Molly was the same way. She would stay standing the whole way. So um, unless I was doing a really long trip with them, uh, typically, like if I was going to Memphis or something like that, which is a couple hours away, uh, they would relax after a while. I think they just got tired of standing. But for the most part, you know, it seemed like it was, um, and it wasn't nervous for them. They loved to go for rides, but it seemed like it was uh, pretty stressful. To be perfectly honest, there was the other female in the car that needed to stop every two hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I always want you to be perfectly honest. Well, maybe partially honest. I like partially. That's okay. I'm good with that too. All right. So yeah, so that's the thing. What are you were talking about something too? Actually, a friend of mine um told me that she had a cooling mat and uh that it was originally made for dogs. She got it like at TJ Maxx or something like that and asked me, did I want it? And I'm like, Yeah, I want it, I want that. Um my my temptation would be like to leave the dog in the car for longer periods. And I don't think that that's really a good idea at all. Um it, even if it's you're gonna get twenty degrees warmer than what it is outside. And right now we're having what ninety and hundred degree weathers here in Nashville, weathers, weather days in Nashville. <laughs> so I never would recommend that. And I, I'm afraid like with a cooling mat that that might be a temptation for someone. And uh, I would, you know, again, I would never do that. But uh, it does seem like a good idea to have a little cooling mat um, uh, that would help on maybe the ride with, you know, to and there. So what are some of the other things that maybe you guys used in your trips uh, to keep your dog safe and secure? Well, for sure, we'd have a backseat dog uh, mat that kind of attaches to the backseat and it's cushioned and it's uh keeps the hair from getting all over the car and stuff and so that would work quite well but it, aren't your seats cushioned yeah but they're um but the dog hair gets, <laughs> okay so, you, you, so yeah that's yeah it's funny tam actually has a seat belt like it it clips into her seat belt ours um, does too. yeah so so that's pretty cool too um and i think that that's a great way uh to you know keep your dog safe and keep them out of your lap I'll, i will tell you 
that to me is never on me, never touching me, uh, never in my lap. I don't care if they want to sit in the front seat or the back seat or whatever, but uh, I don't ever let a dog in my lap. I also, another thing I don't do is let a dog hang its head out the window. I see this so many times. I've also seen dogs that have been blinded because a bug or something hit them in the eye when someone's going around 70 miles an hour. So, and, and I can't imagine how many times in chips I've got in my windshield because I drive all the time that if a dog had its head out of the car, one of those things hit the dog. So uh, that's just my personal opinion and uh, definitely would always say keep your dog's head in the car. I do cut the window down, you know, just enough where they can stick a nose to it, but uh, never down enough where they can stick their heads out. So another way, did you have something else? No. Um, another way, oh, by the way, not just hotels, but, uh, there are plenty of Airbnbs you guys mentioned too, that if you want to go to an Airbnb, make sure that they are dog friendly. Yeah. There's a filter on the Airbnb app that says, um, dog friendly or allows dogs. And we actually, um, stayed in many Airbnbs across the U S and across Europe using that filter and made lots of friends and, um, found some long-term places to stay. We would stay for one night and then make a deal to stay a month and, a great way to find a place to stay. When Tam and I came up and visited, did did Sunshine go around with us? No, we left that, oh, Sunshine right. at our friends in Umbria. Because we did do that. Uh, we did do a couple Airbnbs um, there. And uh, I remember like that one place where we could barely get the car. Yeah, okay. and the, <laughs> It was so crazy. Um, okay, so the next thing would be plane rides. Um, I've never done this personally. I've seen it done. Have you guys ever gone on a plane with your dog? No, we've never. Our dog is a large or medium to large chocolate Labrador. And I just don't believe putting the dog in the belly of a plane is healthy mentally or physically for dogs. I mean, unless you just really had to do it, I would not do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely would use either FedEx or UPS rather than... <laughs> Because won't they wrap them up in a nice box that... No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that, by the way. It was a joke. Um, so uh, what about, though... I mean, dogs can travel. Can't you now... Uh, from what I understand, they can't keep you from traveling with your dog. So it may be that it has to go in the belly of the train, but you may be able to buy a seat for your dog, right? Right. But we choose when we travel internationally to take a ship. Yeah. Transatlantic. So. Okay, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I know uh, with Beans, um, Beans could actually travel because she can fit in the um, uh, underneath the seat. Uh, so I've seen a lot of that too. As a matter of fact, um, do you know who Roy Orbison is? I certainly do. Well, his widow, uh, I trained a dog. Her dog's name was Itsy Bitsy. And uh, we trained that dog to jump in her purse. And she had a dog purse. And we would say, get in your bag. And uh, Itsy Bitsy would jump in the bag and traveled with her everywhere. And Itsy Bitsy was tiny. Itsy Bitsy. (laughs) And uh, so she, um, so we taught her to do that. Actually, Jessica taught, my daughter taught her to uh, jump in the bag. And um, so, yeah, so so that creates a way that you could be able to travel. (laughs) She became a carry-on. So that's awesome, too. All right. So planes are another option. Obviously, we've never done that, so we can't talk a whole lot about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would never put a dog in a the belly of a truck. You know, they don't have good um, decompression or whatever they call that anyway. Okay. So ships. Shipping. Not shipping. No, 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 no. 
All right, so going across the water, you guys have done this. Now, I knew this was going to take up most of the time uh, for our conversation because I would love for you to talk about um, some of the things that you've had to go through in this process. Um, Also, you said recently that uh, just in the last two to four years that a lot of things have changed. So uh, would you mind talking about that? Yeah, I did some research last night. So when we took Sunshine across uh, transatlantic from New York to Southampton, England, um, by the way, this ship has a kennel program. So there's two kennel masters. The dogs are in a secure area, and they have a back half of the 11th deck um, to go out for walks and play. So they're not confined to a kennel the entire time. But when I did it in 2000, when we did it in 2017, there was a paperwork that we had to go through. You have to use the USDA to get a pet certificate to be able to travel internationally. So when we did it, uh, it was a five-page document. It had to be FedEx back and forth. And now I learned last night, researching, it's all done. Uh, The veterinarian can do it online, can actually get your pet certificate authorized online. And then you get printed out and you just bring it with you to cross borders. How far in advance do you have to do all that stuff? Well, the pet certificate that we had was only good for 30 days. I did not get to the research to see how long the electronic version is worth, but for conversation's sake, I'd say at least 30 days before you travel, you need to get it completed and, and um, authorized. Well, I mean, less than 30 days, yeah, right? Because, yeah, so days, you don't right? want to do it at, right at the 30-day mark and then something happened and you're not there, right? right. So so what What about, like, are there specific shots that you had to get? or? Yes, you have to get um, have to have an authorized uh, 15-digit universal chip. Now, a lot of dogs are chipped with a nine-digit chip. That was the old-fashioned way. That's not an international chip. So Sunshine is actually radioactive. She has two chips in her. She has the 15-digit uh, and the nine-digit because once you have one in, it's impossible to take it out. So you have to get that, um, and then you have to have an uh, updated rabies shot. And to travel into UK, you have to have a tapeworm um, treatment five days before travel. I was fixing to say, you have to have a tapeworm? <laughs> I don't want a tapeworm. It reminds me of a really bad joke. Okay, so um, what about uh, in in the day of what we're doing and going through all this time, what about quarantining your dog? I heard that sometimes when a dog goes into a new country, they have to be quarantined for a certain amount of time. Uh, most countries, it's not the case anymore. Even Hawaii has uh, dropped that. Hawaii's a country? It used to be that you going to Hawaii, even though it's part of the United States, you had to quarantine them for up to 60 days. Now, 60 days? Are you kidding? Back in the day, it was. Now, none of the countries that we've been to have required quarantining. And as a matter of fact, uh, it brings a uh, good point is when you get to your European country, I strongly urge you get a pet passport. All of the EU uses a, a document called a pet passport. It looks just like a, pa- a passport does. And it documents all of their shots and you never have to renew it. You just keep updating it. Okay. So do they stamp it at each place? They, the veterinarian puts their stamp on it and uh, fills out what they've updated in the shots or rabies or treatments or uh, physical exams, everything. But they don't get it stamped at the it's, passport no. place? Oh, the only man. time we've ever had to use the pet passport is going into another country from the United States to England and then going into Croatia. That was the only time we ever had to use the pet passport. So here's a question. What about coming back? Is there anything like specific you guys had to do just to come back into the United States? Pet passport does it all. Everybody accepts a pet passport. Now, I don't know why the U.S. doesn't have a pet passport. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, 
All right. Is it, um, you know, that's, I mean, traveling across the seas. So you guys were on the ship as well, right? So you guys were on the ship and you had your own room and then you would go down and visit Sunshine on a daily basis. Um, How often were you allowed to visit? Altogether, it was about eight hours a day. They would break it up to about four sex, uh, sessions of visitations. And it took uh, it's a seven-day um, cruise uh, travel. Cruise. <laughs> yeah, so did you get like uh, free meals and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, it like your, a ticket, normal cruise? your ticket gives you all your meals for free. Was and- gambling on this ship? Yes, of course. Sweet. <laughs> Traveling with my dog. That's right. awesome. Now, I know... Um, I know you guys have done this once. Have you only done it once? Four times? You've done this four times? Well, we tra- transatlantic back and forth twice. Oh, okay. So two times each yeah. way. Yeah, one, one, two times each way. Okay, well, that makes sense. All right, well, very good. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about as far as traveling with your dog or, or anything now, how is that? Because, you know, we did that one where Sunshine is a senior dog, right? Um, so, what are your feelings about, like, continuing to travel? Like, at what point do you think, okay, we're going to stop doing this with her or whatever? This was probably going to be our last trip with her because she is 12. Um, our We've always had Labradors. Sophia let, uh, lived till she was 14. So, we think 12 to 15 is probably the lifespan of a Labrador. And the stress level on her is probably not worth taking her again transatlantic but when she passes and we get another dog we'll do it all over again awesome oh you were talking about getting another dog weren't yes, you we're ah. in search for a puppy now all right well dave is like not making any faces on this one <laughs> so anyway um in summary today we talked about traveling with your dog with our expert judy thank you so much judy You also discovered that there are different ways to travel, planes, trains, and automobiles. You also learned that get your P's and Q's in order, dot your I's and cross your T's or whatever that is. Make sure that you do this in in a timely fashion because traveling with your dog does take planning. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance and go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog. <laughs>